What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Too Much Test Podcast, episode 53. I'm here with Sam Stolt, and one of the things we're going to cover today is a military uh, technique that they use to help their soldiers go to sleep in literally any condition. So we're going to cover that along with some other stuff. Um, check out the brands that we are associated with here. Uh, we also have links in our description to a lot of other stuff that we're with. And uh, check us out on social media. And uh, I'll turn it over to Sam here. What's going on, Sam? What's going on, TYL? Good to see you. Yeah, if you guys um, are here for the first time, it's uh, good to see you. If you're returning, thank you for your time. Uh, if you'd like to support the channel, just leave us a review. We're trying to really get a 10x on the number of listens, and with your help, we can do that. So um, I have also something on erythropoiesis and uh, cardiovascular um, risk that we'll get into as well. But first, how is the... Um, How's the progress with the MK677? You still researching with that? Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm really I was actually thinking today, like I really like MK677. Like I did uh shoulders today, and it was uh I, I typically do like I'll do like two like press movements, um, and then I'll do like the side raises, lateral raises on one of the machines, and then I'll mm -hmm. typically do like cables for like front and uh the pec deck reverse for rear delts. But today I was feeling good, man. My shoulders were feeling strong today. And if, you, if you're new to this podcast, I've dislocated my left shoulder like five times. So it's fucked. <laughs> but uh, I, was doing, I was doing a lot of just presses today with the dumbbells on a couple of different machines. And man, my shoulder felt good. It didn't even hurt me today, which was nice. Oh, it didn't hurt at all today? Not at all. I didn't do front raises, which typically is one of the last things I do. And that's typically when it hurts. But my shoulders felt fantastic. Yes. And, and so uh, it's been, what, three months now, right? I'm down to the last like four or five capsules and I'm typically taking about five. I don't know what the math is. Two, three months, somewhere in there. Yeah. All right. So let's see, you're taking, what is it? 60 divided by five. That's uh, 12, right? So 12 weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. It's three months. Yeah. It's uh, good so, stuff. So I'm, on, I'm on week 11. Yeah. Okay, cool. And um, when I did, when I started doing that for my elbow, the MK677, for my elbow, it was like, I couldn't, I, I thought I noticed something in the first month, but couldn't like, I, I was like, think, but it's probably just placebo. Then month number two, I was like, yeah, I definitely feel like it's an improvement. It's not like crazy, but I feel like it's slightly better month three. I would have days like that by month six. It was like, wow, this is awesome. Like my shit's like not really painful ever every once in a while when i do something yeah. i get the pain and by nine months i was like i barely ever noticed it so i'm excited for you like think about that like how long has this been bothering you for 20 years yeah for a while right and then the, and now it's been three months right in another three months you'll probably hopefully have it almost all gone and then we know i i would go for i went for 14 months just to play it safe but I was doing it for like five days. Like I did all sorts of different types of dosing schedules, like morning or evening or split dose or like every other day or five days on, two days off or all sorts of different like mega doses, tiny doses, like all sorts of stuff uh, during that period of time. But I was like, I really didn't want that elbow pain to come back when I was doing it. So yeah. I'm, I'm excited for you. How is the, um, how's the carnivore? Uh, just recently, TYL over the last month or so has started to switch into uh carnivore which is primarily like a vegan or plant-based diet but for like a man right <laughs> <laughs> i like that oh dude i 
I actually took a picture of my breakfast this morning and I totally forgot to put it on any social media, but, um, dude, I love carnivore. It's freaking, it's awesome. Like it's like, so here's my breakfast this morning. So I had fucking, uh, I took a chuck roast a few days ago, cooked it in the crock pot and it's so easy to cook carnivore. Like I literally, dude, I took, I took a freaking chunk of this chuck roast, threw it in the, in the freaking uh, crock pot, sprinkled some salt, pepper, garlic powder, onion powder, press the eight hour on low. And that's all I do. And then you just pulls apart with a fork and you put it away. And anyway, um, yeah. So this morning, uh, so I ran out of bacon or I had some, but I didn't have enough. So I put a bunch of the, a good amount of the chuck roast in the pan, started letting it cook, started letting it sear, cracked three eggs on top of it. Got that out of there, put three pieces of bacon and that was my breakfast. And it was delicious. It was really fucking good. <laughs> like I imagine like, I mean, what other diet are you doing where your breakfast is that good? You know? Right. So like, when have you ever like thought of following a diet, right? You're like, Hey, I want to get leaner or I, even if you wanted to bulk, right. But you're a lot of times like, or like right now, right. You're like, Hey, I wouldn't mind being a little leaner. Right. So you're like, Hey, think about any time you've ever wanted to go on a diet and you actually enjoy your diet. Yeah. That's, that's the key to sticking to it too. And random. So I was, uh, so I, I use paper plates a lot in my house just to cut down on, you know, waste and, you know, destroy the planet a little faster. But uh, I was eating in my office and I was sitting there and you know how you take a fork and you kind of cut out the pieces of the egg and stuff. Well, with the beef, it's a little, it's a little harder to make that separation. So I'm sitting there and I'm, I'm fucking trying to cut the stuff. And I, my fork, I guess I pulled a little too close. So it went right over the edge of my desk. And because it was a paper plate, I was sitting there pushing Next thing I know, I've got food all over my chest. The bacon all landed on the ground and I made it real crispy. So it's in pieces everywhere. So I was just sitting there like watching a YouTube video eating. And all. next thing I know, there's a big chunk of egg and steak on my chest. There's bacon all over my floor. So I cleaned up what I could. And then my dog had a really good morning. So she got to eat a lot of bacon. I was going to say, five second rule, did you, did you, I would have eaten it, but I still. Oh, I would have, but there, it was like, it was in like 50 different pieces. It was because it was crispy oh. as hell bacon. And uh, yeah, so I salvaged as much as I could. Don't worry. I didn't let that go to waste. Have you, um, one of the things that I did with my bacon is that I've switched from like regular bacon to the thick sliced bacon. Oh my goodness. And, and one way to make it faster, right? So, cause like I love carnivore too, is. I use a toaster oven and I put like the, it has like a little tray thing underneath it. So yeah. I wrap that in tin foil and then it has like the wire tray thing or like the wire thing you just put your shit on in the toaster oven. And it's, there's a convection setting on mine. So I put it on convection. I put it for about 10 minutes. I put five or six pieces of bacon in there, thick cut bacon. I put it in there and then I just let it go. And then I'll get like the eggs and the steak ready or whatever else that I'm having. And then I don't even have to, you don't have to flip the bacon. You know, normally if you do it on the stovetop, you got to like flip it over, you got to flip it over. And then when you're done, you have fucking grease everywhere all over oh, the yeah. countertop and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Convection oven, it's all done and it's thick sliced. Oh, oh it's nice. See, the last bacon I got, I got like the 50 pack of pre-cooked bacon from Costco. And so they cook real quick. So after I get done with the eggs, I just put five slices on there. They cook for like 30 seconds aside and they're good. And uh, I just... Looked at the package, do the things. These things are good for like two or three months. So I'm going to stock up and buy like 150 slices of bacon. <laughs> uh, I got like, do you have a box freezer? I, dude, I'm, I'm wanting to get one. I just don't have the room for it. I'm trying to figure out the best place to put it. But yeah, I do want to get one. You have a garage, you have a garage at your place? 
I do, man. My garage, for some reason, the builder of our garage cheaped out on the size of them. So it's literally like enough for like two cars and that's it. Me and my oh. wife both have coupes and it's like tight. It sucks. Oh, damn. Yeah. And I, I, just got a, a new, I just got a new car, so I don't really want to leave it outside, you know? Yeah. I got the box freezer, bro. It is awesome because then you can stock up. And then in the morning or the night before, I just grab out like whatever I want for the next day and it's all ready to go. You know, but you don't ever have to be like, oh shit, I'm going to run out of food or whatever the yeah. case is. I have like the box freezer that I just like stock full of uh, shit. So on, on carnivore, um, what are some of the things that you're noticing? Like mood, sleep, uh, bat, bowel, bathroom, anything like that? I think we covered a little bit of this last time. I remember saying that I, I feel like I'm not farting as much. And you you said the same thing. Um, digestive wise tricky because I've also I'm also on semaglutide and that's given me a little bit of stomach issues. So um, that's going to be tough to say. Sleep and well, I'll I'll jump into this real quick. This is a real quick thing. So I saw this on TikTok. Yeah, actually, it really was. I saw this on TikTok. It was uh when it's, anyway. The guy was saying like this is a military technique that they teach soldiers so that they can go to sleep in any condition for the most part. Because you've got to think. I mean, dude, imagine if you were in there's fucking bombs going off. Like there's no way in hell I'm sleeping. I can barely sleep in like a comfortable bed with the air conditioning on, but it was real simple. It was take deep breaths and count all the way until your lungs are pretty much full. And then while you're exhaling count as well. So it's just literally, and you pretty much, most people can do like five. So it's one, two, three, four, five, one, two, three, four, five, or you could do five, four, three, two, one. And he was saying that the, the long breathing slows your heart rate down obviously. And then the counting is just kind of, it keeps your mind busy. So you can't start thinking and playing music in your head. And if you really focus on just the counting, it distracts your brain. And you just kind of, this guy apparently said, he's like, I can go to sleep literally anywhere just by doing this. Now I'm not exactly like that. He says it does take a little practice, but I do, I don't remember going to sleep and I was doing it. So I guess that's good. <laughs> so have you been starting to test it? Yeah. Yeah, I have. And it seems to work. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I did have a couple drinks before bed just to kind of help go to sleep, um, which I'm trying not to do as much. And, and that, yeah, that's not ideal. But I've also been doing it in the sauna. So I've been doing two things in the sauna recently. So just like today when I did shoulders, when I was sitting in the sauna, I was just doing like just reps with my arms just to kind of get more blood into the shoulder muscle while I'm sitting in the sauna, which also helps blood flow. But then I'm basically just meditating in the sauna, doing that same technique. Um, so I'll put on, I have this rain app uh, that basically plays rain and you can like do different levels of thunder and all this shit. And so I just sit there and I just taking deep breaths and counting and just meditating in the sauna. So I'm kind of killing two birds with one stone with my time. On, on this, on the sleep thing, that's interesting. Um, so like I, uh, you know, because we, we talk and we're friends that I work a lot, right? So I, I work seven days a week. I don't really, this is my business. So I just work seven days a week. Um, and I went on a cruise and a lot of times, like I will be thinking about work related stuff, like all the time or whatever. But during the cruise, I made it very intentional to focus on like the meditation to be, to being present. Cause that's something like one of my goals is to, that I've had for over a year now is to live every moment in like a state of intentionality or purpose and purpose people are like i don't know what my purpose is but for me it's just like if you have an intention behind any action you take 
you have purpose. That's it, right? Like people think it's like something heady. People think it's something like crazy. They don't know what their purpose is in life. But like, if you are like, I'm going to clean my desk and then you do that and you go through and clean your desk, right? You are being purposeful in, mm-hmm. in your actions, right? And so that's how like living life is. So while I was on the cruise, uh, there was something I was focusing on a lot on there and they had a sauna on there. So every single day I worked out and then, I, well, except for like Sunday, I think it was, I went and I used the sauna as well. Cause I was thinking about this. I'm in the process of I'm a tangent. I'm in the process of doing my backyard. And I mentioned to you, I wanted to put a sauna back there. Yeah. So I'm curious to hear what your thoughts are. Cause I haven't decided on this. I'm going to draw a little diagram and I'll describe it for anybody that is listening. Uh, Cause you can also listen to this on, um, on YouTube. So I have something that's like a U, right? Where um, the house is down at the bottom of the diagram of the U, right? Like if it was an upside down U, the house is at the bottom and the perimeter all around here is a bed and the patio door comes out into the middle of the U. Yeah. And I was like, okay, it's not a giant backyard, but I was going to stick a, like a two or four person sauna in one corner of, of that area. And it's, that area is like two feet below where the bed is, right? So it's like a U where there's a retaining wall and the bed's up here. And then there's like the, you know, nice patio area below that with some like fake grass and stuff. Not, not terribly big. So what I was thinking while I was using that sauna is what if I actually built the sauna into the retaining wall? So you just open the door and you're kind of like entering into the side of that U. And what do you, what do you think about that? That's like, that's a serious question. Cause I, that's what I was thinking about while I was using the sauna or like one of the ideas I had, I was like, Hmm, that would save me space. Yeah. Might be cool to actually have it built into the wall there too. Uh, I don't know. Probably help with some insulation. I would think if you're, if it's budding, at least some of it's budding up against just solid dirt and concrete. That's makes sense. And it would make sense, you know, room wise to utilize Definitely a shower room. Yeah. You just got to run. I think you have to run like 240 out to a sauna, 240 volt electric. I, th- I would think. What Maybe I think you what, could probably do it on 110 because you can do saunas on 110 as well. That's what I'm looking into. What I would love to be able to do is over the last like couple of years, I don't know if you've noticed this too, but because I had a landscaping company, I, I slightly paid attention to this more than like the average person would. But a lot more stuff has come out with solar now, right? With solar i've got i took down the, the lights i had around my house and i put up solar lights around the house yeah um and they have solar heaters now and things along those lines so hmm. i don't know if it's like you know the specific type of heater you use for a sauna but i would love to be able to create like kind of like a self-sustaining not because i'm like ecological or like give a shit about the environment <laughs> not, not, not that i don't but it's just like yeah and that's very low on my totem pole of important things to give a shit about. Um, it's that I think it would just be nice to have that and then not increase my electric bill if I want to use the sauna every single day or even just use it for 10 minutes in the morning when I get up and 10 minutes at nighttime, like, and have my electric bill be the, exactly the same. I already paying $300 fucking dollars a month for my electric. Like, Oof, that's brutal. Yeah. Oh, dude, I was going to tell you. So, so far uh, in the past month or so, I've gotten my dad into Uniswap, um, which you know what Uniswap is. Um, if, you, if you don't know what Uniswap is, it's basically a decentralized uh, f- finance program 
where you can like swap cryptocurrencies nearly instantly and you can create pools where you like you add liquidity so other people can switch coins and you get paid the fees. So I got my dad on that. He's made about a grand so far in the, like a month, um, which is pretty badass. And then I also got him interested in BPC 157 and TB 500. So he's got he's got something going on with his wrist. He's like he's like 71 and he's in fairly good shape, um, but he's having something issue with his tendons or something. And so they're going to jam him up with cortisone and, you know, they're doing all the normal shit. And I sent him some stuff. I was like, check out BPC and TB 500 and messaged me back a few days later. And he's like, he's like, these things look really amazing. He's like, why isn't this like normal medicine? And I was like, because they can't make money on it. So it just gets suppressed. And he's like, wow, I might have to try this. He's going to have to use a cream because it's on his wrist and he's uh, never done injections himself. And I don't even think I would personally inject into my wrist, to be honest. But you, he can do, does he, he's not comfortable with subcutaneous injections? Like in his belly fat? He, he may be. Well, he's considering doing semaglutide as well. I mean, he, he, he could, but I would think that this topical for him to try right off the bat, just very localized, would probably be a good start. Yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's incredible. I actually had a uh, doctor reach out who was asking me about these from like, because he sees the YouTube videos, because of like the Facebook groups. I don't know what, what, how the fuck he found this shit, but he was reaching out to me asking about semaglutide and things like that because of like the things that we talk about, whether it's a podcast or Facebook, wherever he found my shit. And I think that even though, you know, it's just, we think of it as like you and I having a conversation here and there's not necessarily a shitload of people listening at this moment, but people will end up listening at some point and there are people who find a lot of value in this stuff because they don't know where to find this information around yeah. these different compounds and whatnot. Like, Bro, imagine know. someone randomly found like searched like healing or something and found our podcast and they heard about BPC one five seven and they were like, Oh wow. What is this? I've never heard of this before. I don't even know. I don't even know what peptides are. And they go down that rabbit hole and they're like, dude, my doctor hasn't been helping me with shit. And now they try some BPC and it helps and they spread the word. So I'm always trying to spread the word about crypto and freaking uh, and peptides yes. and CRT in general. It's in general. So so um, a, the Uniswap, uh, I wanted to actually, it's funny you brought this up because I was talking to somebody and Uniswap is, for anybody who doesn't know what Uniswap it is, I highly recommend you start learning about it. But it's think of it as like Robinhood, but it's decentralized. Like you can swap between you know apple and tesla effectively uh but it's cryptocurrency instead of stock uh that's and, and you can earn money by like helping people do that versus like you robin earn, earns money by helping people swap back and forth right you're essentially like you're basically putting up like two different coins and your people can come in and say okay i want to trade you ethereum for a stable like a stable one dollar coin they come in boom you get some of the fees so you're kind of acting as like a bank but you're not you're not like giving them, they're just trading it. So it's, it's too complicated for a podcast, but, but just look into it. It's interesting. So speaking of complicated, this question might be exactly up that alley. Um, <laughs> so Ethereum, right? So Ethereum, you know, swap is based on Ethereum. And if you paid attention to like the last bull run, you know, Ethereum fees sometimes were easily hundreds of dollars per transaction for a simple transaction. Yeah. Um, so, so 
I don't know enough about like the EIP, you know, shit that they're doing, um, which are like proposals for upgrades for people who don't know what that means. It's like an Ethereum improvement proposal or something along those lines. Yeah. And they have like the roadmap for like, you know, sharding and, and dank bliss and whatever that kind of thing. Do you, have you been paying attention to the roadmap for Ethereum? Like, cause I was talking to somebody today and he was saying that he doesn't believe the gas fees on Ethereum are actually going to come down. He believes that when they say they're going to get to like a hundred thousand transactions a second, that's for the layer twos, not for the Ethereum layer. The Ethereum layer is just going to be the security layer. The, the, you know what I mean? For, for yeah. the other built out like optimism. Yeah, it's going to be like, the, it's going to be like, just like just the ledger is the Ethereum blockchain. And then all the other stuff's going to happen on other layers. And then the final, final, you know, solution or whatever will be on Ethereum. But no, I don't follow I don't follow it like that. I mean, I just, I'll see news articles and stuff like, oh, this EIP is going and I'll read what it does, but I don't follow it that closely. That Because I was like, oh man, that would, I have a lot, I uh, know a lot of people who have, you know, a lot of money in Ethereum or ERC-20s and, uh, you know, I'm just like, oh, well, that uh, sucks for those guys or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, what's you want to jump in? You want to jump yeah. into this to this AI's uh, AI study, and then we have a quick one about Chinese medicine for ED. So that one's just a short one, but but this one's pretty interesting. So this one was studying um, how basically you have a prolactinoma, which is a small like little tumor that presses on your pituitary gland, and typically you'll have super high prolactin levels. Um, that can also come from like trend. Um, DECA, um, probably some other ones too as well that are DHT derived. Um, but what they noticed is that it seems like in the study, and we'll cover it, you know, but um, basically it was when these guys had higher estrogen, the medicines, which are what, anti-dopamine agonists, um, it was like cabergoline or premipaxel or paxiline, I can't remember that one. Um, but basically they were less effective when there was higher estrogen levels. Um, and then so they, they did a study where they tested, you know, guys taking an AI while they're taking like Kaber and to see if it would make it more effective against the prolactinoma. And I was like, this is some interesting shit. Like when people try to say like, oh, you have to use an AI. No one needs an AI, this and that. I'm like, we, we don't know shit about hormones yet. We don't know shit about cholesterol yet. We don't even know how actual new muscle is made. So we do not, we as smart as we are and how we figure out how to do all kinds of crazy stuff. We do not know how the human body works. We don't know how consciousness works. We don't know how all this stuff works. So keep that in mind when someone tries to tell you something that's black and white about medicine. I a hundred percent agree with that. Like we have no effing idea what's going on. So this is a brand new study. So this actually came out uh, about 20 days ago. Um, this is in 2023, the role of aromatized inhibitors in male prolactinemia toma no. yeah um where effectively like dopamine agonists so things like the caber caber premipaxel yeah um are going are effective at like helping to lower prolactin levels but they can also have a negative effect on um like you desensitize to them over time. Like you get, build up a resistance to them. You build up a tolerance. just like, yeah. 
anything yeah. every single day, right? You build yeah, up a so, yeah, some patients may develop dopamine agonist resistance, hyperprolactinemia, leading to persistent hypogonadism. So that's leading to lower testosterone that requires treatment with testosterone. However, the testosterone replacement therapy, uh, where'd you go? Oh, oh, okay. However, testosterone replacement therapy may be associated with a decrease in the efficacy efficacy of dopamine agonists due to the aromatization of testosterone to estradiol, which can stimulate the proliferation of hyperplasia to the lactotroph cells in the pituitary, inducing resistance to the medicines like CABR. So that's pretty interesting. Like that's, I mean, like that just kind of shows you like how everything is so intertwined, you know? And then, yeah, so and then they basically they did uh, this is kind of like a peer review where they like they studied a bunch of different studies and results our systematic review blah 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 uh, the use of okay reducing estrogen levels with an AI improved sensitivity to dopamine agonists like Caber uh, as the addition of an astrazole or letrozole um, was that Novadex improves the control of prolactin levels and may lead to shrinkage of tumors. So they are potential value for patients with dopamine agonist resistance prolactinoma. So that's pretty interesting. Like, how does how does est estrogen interact with these uh, you know dopamine agonists, and how does that work? I mean, this is not that detailed, but like that's the type of stuff we don't know. And this is 2023. This isn't like a study from the 60s. So, so we still don't know how all this stuff works. That's a good point. So they are like reducing estrogen levels with aromatized inhibitors improved the sensitivity of the dopamine agonist as the addition of anastrozole, uh, which is like mm -hmm. a and letrozole, which is like a stronger version of anastrozole, simply put, improves the control of prolactin levels and may lead to the shrinkage of tumors. So one of the things that I've actually been doing over the last couple of weeks, probably a couple of months now at this point, actually, is if I am taking some amount of anastrozo, uh, I will add in vitamin B6 because there was, I, and maybe I can pull it up here, but they did a study with cabergoline and vitamin B6. And these are probably people who have elevated, I, I don't remember, I did a video on my channel. You guys can check it out. Uh, but they did a, uh, they took a look at people who had high levels of prolactin and then they split those people into two groups. And one group took cabergoline and one group took vitamin B6, uh, 300 milligrams split into three different dosages. And at the end of the period for the study, I don't remember the length of it, they were almost identical. Uh, wow. Caber was slightly more effective, but you're like, wow, this is, this is pretty crazy in terms of like vitamin B6 and vitamin, we've talked about the different parts of like vitamin B, like there's like 27 different fucking vitamins. For vitamin B, <laughs> right. And, and, and so vitamin I'll, B's are vitamins that you can not, you can only get through diet. Your body cannot make them. And so I've been taking the vitamin B6, like a hundred to 200 milligrams. Cause I don't always remember to take it multiple times a day, but with my AI, if I do take an AI, I'll take it with that. And that was before I even knew about this. Cause it was just like, you know, when you are like, um, hey, I'm going to brush your teeth, and then you might have it associated with flossing too, potentially, or maybe showering and, and using soap, right? Might be a better analogy for most people. And uh, 
So when I'm like, okay, cool, let me take an AI, I would also be like, okay, cool, let me take something for B6. That was before I even realized that this could actually be an issue. Because yeah, that's pretty I mean, wild. And then I don't like so, in, so just in this study, like how much low, how much lower did they drop their test their estrogen levels to see this this increased benefit? And it's like very simple. I mean, this is a shameless fucking plug, but I mean, is you know, like your like B6 to cabergoline would be like my no AI, which is all natural for helping with estrogen, as compared to a Remedex. Now, if you put them head to head, I mean, a Remedex was literally designed by billion dollar pharmacy pharmaceutical companies to like eradicate estrogen. So, is a herbal pill going to be as strong? No, but it could be enough that you need, or enough that you need in order to get your estrogen levels in check to where you feel better. So, and this actually kind of, well, I'll let you talk, but I was just going to lead in. This is a, the next study, which is basically they compared uh, Chinese medicine um, on top of like PDE5 inhibitors for erectile dysfunction. And Sam's got it pulled up. I mean, I don't know if we have to read it, but like long story short, it helped. <laughs> they didn't mention what they actually used, but long story short, um, you know, if you have ED and you're having issues and you can't get it up, you know, the last straw that you have to try is Trimix, which is an injection and which typically loses its effectiveness over time. So what me and Sam were talking about before the podcast is like, how messed up is it that we live in this medical society where unless you went to like a holistic doctor that was really good and didn't take insurance and you paid out of pocket and you did all the labs out of pocket, like they would, you would never hear any medical doctor in the United States talk about like, okay, well, Let's try, let's do the tadalafil or the Cialis and let's try this herb that's been subject to this. This herb has been shown to do this. And let's see if we can increase the, you know, the power of the tadalafil. Like you would just never hear that in a regular doctor's office. Yeah, no, not at all. Uh, and there's like, when you think about ED, anything really, it's, they're multi multifaceted, right? So ED, erectile dysfunction, it's, like there's been times in my life where I was so busy just doing shit. Like I just didn't want to have sex. Like it, some girl would come over and it'd be like, cool. Like I want to go to bed. I'm fucking exhausted. And I have to work another 13 or 14 hours the next day on top of like, I have an hour in there for the gym and like you're, you're working multiple jobs and we're going to grad school. Like I just didn't want to have sex. Yeah. Wait till wait till like a Saturday or Sunday. <laughs> Sam put bit. pussy at the bottom of the list. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and so like that is like the mind, right? The mind is like the most powerful thing. So like when I think of like ED, it's like multiple, it's multifaceted, right? So you oh, yeah. have a five inhibitor, but maybe something like the tan or MT, uh, PT141 or maybe adding in oxytocin in there. Maybe you add in boron to increase free testosterone. Like yeah. you can put all these pieces together to like hit your like PD5 works on like the machinery in your cock, right? Well, something like PT141 is going to work on your central nervous system. Something like uh, oxytocin is is the love type of hormone, the closest type of hormone, right? It's uh, the... Um, uh, boron helps to lower SHBG, which then uh, increases free testosterone. Free testosterone is like the one that we want more of and like contributes to like the, a lot of the benefits of testosterone. So when you think about like, because in this, the paper you're referencing that also just came out in 2023, they're like, yeah, PDE5 inhibitors are only effective for a certain amount of people. Like 
just that statement from there's like seven or eight researchers on this paper. You're like, no fucking shit. You yeah. need a PhD or an MD to tell people <laughs> you're like PDE five inhibitors are not going to work on everybody. Like, it just yeah. you know what I mean. It's, and Chinese Chinese traditional medicine is effective for a certain percentage of people, or to make PDE five inhibitors more effective. Or like, if somebody was just to tell you that, you would be like, yeah, that would that would actually make sense, right? Like, yeah. you without looking at any data, you'd just be like, yeah, that makes sense. This thing is only working one way. Yeah, that makes sense. Like you just, you know what what we should talk about? We forgot to, we we touched on it about the, I'll pull up the notes from my YouTube video about the Cialis uh, and PDI, like the studies they did on heart health and longevity. That was, Mm. that one's pretty crazy. And real quick, do you want to hear a crazy stat about uh, ED? It's not like exactly scientific, but roughly for every decade of your life. So if you're 30, 30% 30% of the men who are 30 will experience ED at some point and it goes up. So 40 years old, 40%, 50, 50%. So when you hit 50 years old, roughly every other guy that you see, not literally, but every other guy has had ED, you know, an experience with it in some form or fashion. So it's super. And it's one of those things. Guys don't want to talk about that. Like if they're, if they're having issues with their dick, it's like, you know, fuck man, you know, that sucks, but it's so much more common than people think. What, what would you describe, like, if you had to define ED, what, what, how would you, just in your own terms, like, how would you describe ED? What, what would you use to, how would you explain that to somebody? I mean, because the simplest not, way to say it is your, your dick don't work, but there's so many different forms, there's different things about it. There's, you know, there's where... Um, you basically you can get it up and you can you can you can get the action going but you can't keep it going for a sustained time and then there's times where you know there's people that just can't it just you can't get it the it moving you know because sometimes when 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 the dick starts you get that little tingling sensation it just kind of does some it kind of goes up on its own once it gets ramped up but some people just can't get that ramped up you know and then there's some people that can't get you know it fully hard in the first place so it makes it tough to get in there there's also people who can't just finish. They can't like get to the point of, of climax where there's like a desensitization in there. Yeah, um, and that can be from, that can be prolactin induced as well. You know, pro, prolactin can cause ED just on its own. So we were just talking about the people with prolactinomas. They may be having ED issues just because of that because they're prolactin spiked. And uh, yeah, yeah, it's. I, I don't, I don't have it pulled up, uh, but uh, I had looked up the google trends right the largest search engine in the world tracks our searches right if you search on there because some people like you and i know about google trends i always like to describe it because a lot of people don't actually know what google trends is so if you search on google they will track your shit and then there's a tool you can utilize to see what people are searching for so if you search uh for erectile dysfunction they track that then you can use this tool to see how many people are actually searching for it and if you look since like they started tracking the data back in 2004, uh, it's almost had a, a doubling in terms of the number of people that have experienced uh, or the number of search volume for erectile dysfunction on Google, which is pretty interesting, right? Because you know, I, I don't doubt it. Lower testosterone levels, less healthy, taking SSRIs, which are pushed down people's throat. I hear that shit all the time. It's ridiculous. It's crazy, man. Well, just, let's, 
I've only had ED a couple times and it was when I just drank way too much. Like it was, it was more of like, I couldn't get off. And then it was just like, eh. <laughs> but that's the only time I'm just very lucky. And I'm not like trying to like, you know, boast or whatever, or flex on anyone. I've just been very lucky with that. And I'm also very lucky that Tadalafil works fantastic for me at 10 milligrams, no stuffy nose, no heartburn, no flushing and strong like bull. <laughs> uh, I was in Mexico on the cruise and then we'll, we'll wrap things up here uh, in just a second, but well, actually we have a special announcement too first, but I was in Mexico. So I stopped in the pharmacy because in Mexico, how it should be in America, in my opinion, you can just go buy testosterone. You can go buy trend. You can go buy whatever the fuck you want, but you can also go buy Cialis, right? You can yeah. buy the, the brand name or you can buy the generic. And this is in like Cozumel, which is a, super touristy island right so it's probably 100 percent jacked up in price uh but you can buy the i don't remember the quantity for the um brand name but it was like 205 bucks for you know the box that it comes in there's so many capsules in there but the generic was 28 5 mg capsules or, or tablets yeah uh, per per box and it was 74 bucks so I don't know what that comes out to be. Let's see here. Dude, I looked at, uh, in the video I did with Cialis, which we'll cover in the next one, I looked up on GoodRx for the generic Tadalafil, which is like, you know, like 20, 30 bucks, something like that. You type in the brand name, it was like six grand. <laughs> um, also, um, in the next episode, we're going to be talking about Cialis in a lot more depth. So make sure you subscribe. And speaking of subscribing, we actually have, set out a goal for the too much test podcast uh when we started this we were at about or like since we started tracking this and switching to a new platform we were around 1800 listens because we switched over to a new platform that has the analytics to track this at the beginning of december and we wanted to 10x this over the next 90 days which puts us in mid to late may and the way that we would do this because when you look for certain when you look for podcasts it's not like um social media there's not a great discovery option for podcasts so the best way if you're still listening if you enjoy this content leave us a review and or share this podcast with somebody else that you you talk about with fucking peds and testosterone and ed and peptides and all the crazy shit that we talk about on here Share this podcast with them. That's tell you tell someone that needs to get out of the matrix of the normal medical system. People that are walking around their doctors are telling them they have fucking anti, they have depression and anxiety when they really have low testosterone. Tell get the general public involved in this. So for real, let's share it up. Give us a like. Um, like to thank our sponsors, the trigger brand, screw HD gains, but that's where you can actually get the no AI. And then my new website should be up in the next month or so, ultimategymtowel.com. Um, but also check out Sam and me on social media. We have TikToks, YouTubes, Instagrams, and then click the in the description of this podcast or the YouTube video. There'll be links to all the different companies that we work with. Lots of good discounts down there. So check that shit out. Peace. <laughs>